Okay. This is the Average Fellas Podcast. I hope you got your coffee ready. Let's talk some business. I had a vision of success and where I wanted to be. And I had never, I had never owned my own business. I had never worked for myself. And when I was ready, I told him, you know, I'm sorry I had to leave your company, but I need to start my own, my own dream. Because it's a business. We're a business too. Right. Like, invest in yourself. You know, don't, don't just... I mean, they replaced the refrigerator with, like, one of those fancy coffee makers. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Average Fellows Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another beautiful Monday evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's right. It's a Monday evening, getting this episode posted late. Uh, had some plans and some things shift around, so... Uh, I'm excited to begin this episode to you guys today. Uh, I have a special guest, a special guest who I did not expect to be on the show, <laughs> but uh, as the stars align, uh, she happened to be able to make an appearance. So uh, we'll introduce the guest in a second here, but don't forget to drop by the website, www.averagefellas.com for your specialty craft roast coffee. That's specialty craft roast coffee with notes of honey, fig, and tobacco. This stuff is Primo, uh, you guys got to drop by the website. There's a four ounce bag that's a monthly subscription, and the 12 ounce bag, which is a one time purchase, will ship that directly to your door, ladies and gentlemen. So, anyways, drop by the website www.averagefellas.com. That's a mouthful, I know, but you'll figure it out. Uh, if you need a graphic or you need uh, help uh, launching your web project, let us know. That's what we're here to do. We're here to just give help. You know, if we can help you, we will. Uh, all right, yeah, so let's get into the episode. So, today's episode continuing uh, a theme that I've wanted to like the show to really uh, take over is helping small businesses or uh, really just being a, a, a resource for people trying to get their you know their dream off the ground is really what I've wanted to do and so today's guest a special guest is my sister and she recently launched an Instagram called handpicked heritage April good evening how are you Good evening. I'm great. I'm home and just working on some content and working on posting some really fun finds that I've gathered and getting ready for actual upcoming events. So yeah, I've been pretty busy this morning and running errands, doing fun stuff. That's good. That's really good. I know I had a lot of fun things this morning too. I had to get some of the subscriptions out to the mailbox this morning. Which was cool. It's always cool when I get to do subscriptions in the morning. You wake up and you're like, "Yes, I really, I'm really doing it," you know, because <laughs> you you finally get to take something to the mail and drop it off and stuff, you know. Yeah. But, um. So I wanted to talk to you today about your about your new recent uh, endeavor. Okay. Yes. Um. Very recent. Very new. Very yeah, ex- very different from what I used to do. So yes. <laughs> right, exactly. So so before we get into what you're doing currently, why don't you give me like three simple facts about you so that way the audience out there, the listeners out there get to know who you are. Um and you know, just so you guys know, she's single. So <laughs> no I'm just <laughs> very single and very, very, very available. So yeah, definitely call me you know dm me <laughs> but i'm not into douchebags that's for sure <laughs> there you go <laughs> lumberjacks yes musicians maybe maybe not maybe. so much though <laughs> i'm more into the hard working you know can use your hands kind of thing get out there and do things 
probably because I do that myself. So I feel like I don't want to, you know, I kind of want to give that to the man. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us three interesting facts about yourself before we get into this, uh, this, this business conversation. (laughs) Okay. So, um, obviously I'm your sister. Um, we come from a really big, creative, Hispanic, loud, fun, vibrant family. Um, our dad is a pastor. Um, we've been in church our whole lives. So I've come from that kind of background. I have always um, been a, you know, huge, just, you know, believe, believer and, and just been faithful to to that. And um, I went to college, got my degree, decided I want to be a teacher and started working in the education, you know, field and loved it i love kids i i love being around children but i definitely do not want kids yet (laughs) i'm not ready for that i i'm a dog mom i have a dog she's amazing her name is uh she's uh she's a she's she's a rescue so i think adoption is best and And um, she's, I call her Moo because she's black and white. She has like cow print on her. So she's super I'm cute. really, I'm really, uh, you know, a fan of cow print right now. It's like my new thing because it reminds me of her. And uh, I, yeah, I saw that. Yes. Yeah. I even, I just reposted some chairs and I found some cow print. So yeah, but I also, I, we live in the Valley. So, you know, you're in the LA area. I'm still in the Valley. I don't think I'll ever leave. I love, I love the Valley. And um, I don't know, I love being around farms. And I love that, you know, you can have chickens in your backyard. We have chickens and rabbits. So yeah, I love it. And um, anyways, flow. yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> what? well, okay. I mean, my dogs love chickens and rabbits, too, so kind of <laughs> lost a few along the way. Um, they become, you know, I think uh, they have a an acquired taste for chickens and rabbits. But, but yeah, I love to cook. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I've definitely, my dream is to do, like, farm-to-table stuff. I love that. I think that's so cool. Um, yeah. But as of right now, I'm barely starting my plant, like, I'm barely starting my plant, uh, you know, hobby. I'm not very good at it, but I, I still try. <laughs> so Cor- Cordy and I, we got a bunch of these little microgreen um, plant things too. And we keep saying, well, we're going to do it tomorrow. We're going to do it tomorrow. And then we tried one day and we ruined it. The, f- the first day we attempted it, we ruined it. Like the instructions weren't clear. So it didn't turn out right. And we're like, all right, we're going to reattempt this. But every time we say we're going to redo, redo it, we just, uh, tomorrow. All right, tomorrow. <laughs> so eventually oh, we're going to get it planted. We're going to get it planted. Yeah. Like, well, I have a lot of family. Well, we have a lot of family that literally grows, like, you know, grows plants. And I mean, they grow vegetables and everything. And um, that would be awesome. I think I've tried it a couple times, but I, I'm just not that great at it. But um, I always like to get plants that are like, you know, friendly you know home friendly so that way you don't have to water them so much because so they don't die on you <laughs> they don't die <laughs> which is i'm really kind of bad at remembering to water them but oh man um, that's funny yeah yeah I, t- I think i've i've had a few victims but <laughs> we're good <laughs> so okay so well i well i'm i i think you know we got we got a, g- a good picture of like what you're interested in what your hobbies are 
Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I grew, I grew up too. I grew up like so, kind of getting into like what I'm doing now. Um, like I said, I was, I, I, I was a teacher, but I mean, my, my hobbies are obviously like I was a huge, um, just busy teaching and all that stuff. But when COVID hit, I kind of had to re, just realign myself and figure out what I really want to do with my life and. Um, things kind of led a different direction, but, um, but to go back to kind of like my hobbies too, like I've always literally since I was young, have always liked things that were like old. I've always loved antiques. I always love garage sales. I love flea markets. I love farmers markets, anything that's like shop, you know local i loved going thrifting all the time when i was younger country country vibe country living yeah and you know but um but most of the time you know i think we got that love i got that love from my mom and my grandma because we grew up not we didn't have a lot of money you know we didn't have a lot of brand new things and a lot of stuff that we did have we did have to thrift we did have to buy secondhand and um and for a lot of people like it's fun to do it now right now it's a big thing like there's a lot of thrifters out there and it's like oh buy secondhand buy vintage but when you're you know eight years old and <laughs> everything in your home is <laughs> vintage and secondhand you're kind of like well, okay that's the thing can about... we just can we get something new you know <laughs> No, I mean, it's true. Like, I mean, there was cups that were saved, like a McDonald's cup would be used more than once sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, there were some weird things that, you know, when you're a kid, you don't realize what was happening. And then you're older, you're like, wait a second. I do remember saving a big gulp cup. (laughs) (laughs) You know, something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, you just, you you have to, you know, you use what you can. And, you, I mean, you learn to be resourceful. And so, like, I just remember, like, that was the big thing for us back then is growing up kind of. You know, we didn't, we weren't making a whole lot. My parents didn't make a whole lot of money. My mom was a, uh, not a single mom. She was, there was a single income home. So my mom didn't go to work. I mean, our mom didn't go to work. She stayed home and, you know, homeschooled us. And yes, we're a homeschool family. That's probably why. It's <laughs> probably why I'm single. I never learned how to get social skills. <laughs> I missed sixth grade and I started teaching sixth grade. And then I realized how important it is to flirt like these little kids have game i do not but they're so, <laughs> they're so good at it and i realized i missed that grade i didn't go back to school till eighth grade so i was it was bad but um yeah we were homeschooled and so my mom stayed home with us and raised us and um we kind of had to deal with that you know and just um deal with not always having the best but learning to appreciate what we had and learning to appreciate things that were, you know, you know, what is that saying? Another man's trash is another man's treasure. And right, so right, right. we, um, I have that affinity and I literally like, I can see a diamond in the rough. I look, I love to it, scavenge. Yes. <laughs> and, and it, but it's, it's so much so, uh, I, okay. There is, there's a, there's a, there's a good, there's a light side to this, right? But then there's also the dark side of it where it's like my dad has like he shifts everything in the backyard from one side to the other side. And he thinks he's cleaning and organizing it. But all he's doing is just moving his pile of stuff that he's had for years and has never used. Like there there are some there are some tools. There are some things he's never used on the side of the house that are still there. 
And I've been as long as I remember, they've been there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm I mean, starting to is. take over. <laughs> I'm starting hey, well, to take over his stuff. I have to take, find his stuff. Yeah, I have to find it. I'm like, where did you leave this? And he goes, it's somewhere back there. And I'm like, great. I have to sift through it and look for it. And I'm like, gosh, he had the other day. I was looking for a nail gun. It was literally in the chicken feed. Oh I was gosh. like, what the heck? Put it in your toolbox, literally in a box underneath the chicken feed inside. Oh, my gosh. I was like, okay, really? Okay, so I want, let's go, let's get back, let's get back to the, uh, to the meat and potatoes here, right? Let's, let's chat about your Instagram for a little bit. Okay, so. I, th- I think that, you know, like, well, we got a really good picture about, like, about the background. I think we, I think that there's, I think people are going to understand what the Instagram really represents because it comes through in the brand very clearly. The, like well, just your, the 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 idea of uh, what you're into and your nostalgic and natural affinity towards these vintage things, and you have a great eye for it, right? And so let's kind of like let's break it down a little bit, right? Would you say let's so let's talk about your Instagram? What is your Instagram? What's the name of it? What exactly is going on on the Instagram? Okay, so um, my Instagram name is Handpicked Heritage. And handpicked heritage is that the name itself is really important because handpicked is basically um, me being a curator and curating things that I've picked, that I like, that I love. And so the reason why I called it handpicked is because, you know, I could totally go out somewhere and just find a lot of old things and be like, I know that's going to go really well on eBay. I know I can make money. I know that this is really expensive and I'm here for the dollar and I'm not, (laughs) I mean, yes, I, I would love to make some money off of this, but, um, but I choose to pick things that are calling my soul. Like they just call my name and things that reach my heart and speak to me. I like that. I like that when it speaks to me, I feel like it just makes me love it. And so I know whoever, um, you know, likes my images or likes my pictures, likes my, likes my posts. I'm speaking to them as well. I'm also speaking to that buyer, that shopper. That's like, you found what I've been looking for. I just didn't know I needed it. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love your stuff. I get a lot of feedback from a lot of people and they're like, my gosh, you have such amazing stuff. Like you have really cool stuff. And, or it's like, oh, you have things that I've been collecting or my grandma used to collect this. And this is so awesome. And um, and I think I go back to Heritage, that name, because it's it's really like things that are timeless, things that, you know, you you pass on to your children and your grandchildren and things that, you know, I like to gather things that are very, um, you know, things that have quality in it and so i'm i'm really looking for things you know yes do i have a few things that are um you know kind of just sort of secondhand pre-loved we call it pre-loved um but those are things that are like just home decor that i think are pretty so some things are not old or vintage or antique i really stay away from the word antique because you have to know your stuff if you're going to be an antique dealer And I am not, I'm a novice, like I'm a beginner at this. So I do not want to claim I know everything at all. No way. And I'm not an antique junkie either. Like those people that are like out hardcore, like they collect 
anything pa like past 100 years. I don't know that. But I've done some research and literally anything that is 20 years or older is considered vintage now. That includes wow. us. Yeah, that so we're us. literally, we're vintage. <laughs> anything you own that's past 20 years can be considered vintage and you can sort of coin that on your sale or your picture or your whatever you're like oh i've got a vintage like you know 90 shirts are going really i mean i just talked to a vendor yeah. um and she sells um she sells 90s clothing that is her thing 90s clothing and she was like oh there she was telling me she was like yeah you know i collect like stuff like you know Daffy Duck and I don't know, um, Space Jam t-shirts. And I'm like, really? That's cool. And she's like, it's really in right now. I'm like, oh, you know, that's it's, awesome. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it, it is insane. Like what you what you can find out there on, especially on Instagram. Instagram is becoming. Well, that's, that's what they're doing. And they're doing like live sales. And I think one t-shirt sold for like 800 bucks. Wow. And well, it, I don't remember what it was, but it was like something crazy. So, so you decided to create a curated yes. Instagram called Handpicked Heritage, right? Yeah. Talk about yeah. the content on the page. Talk about what you're uploading on a daily, every other day. Talk about your product. Um, kind of dive into that a little deeper for us. Yeah. So, um, Pretty much daily, I do like to post at least once a day. I know you tell me to post more than once, but I don't want to overload people. <laughs> I'm not there that's, yet. That's why I have but, multiple accounts. So it's like one on mine and one on the coffee. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely like some some days. Like I, I uh, you know get inspired to start taking. Like I have thousands of pictures. Like I t I take tons of pictures, but it's it's really important to get that angle right. You know, I do a lot of like. Um, you have to pose your items like really like I'd love to be more creative with my things. I'd love to post it with like um, decor, but that also you can get lost in translation with that. So I have to be careful not to overly decorate my items. Um, so like I have a lot of, you know, vintage mugs. I just posted one today and I literally had to go through. I don't know, I'd say about. 25 pictures I took of that mug and some of it was over stylized so I had to really dial it back and say wait a minute what are people going to look at first are they going to look at my mugs or are they going to look at the decor behind it so I have to really be Ooh, careful on go. how I'm how I'm you know using photography to enhance my items um there's a lot of you know Instagram thrifters out there like who have a page and they use their hands to also, um, you know, sell their items. And so they they pick up with their little fingers and they show their items, you know, and, and that kind of also is an aesthetic. It depends on what you want. Like, I'd love to do that, but also I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily like things that are the same. I like kind of things that are different. And they're right now, the big thing is I see a lot of, you know, Instagrammers doing, um, like they have this one background and then they'll have, you know, all their items on that one little page. Like it's every background is the same and all they're doing is highlighting this a different item every day. It's just different items, but the same background. So I'm, I may kind of move into that. I'm not sure because that is a certain 
style that they have. And then they also have like, you know, um, they only go with certain themes. Like, is their vintage only from the seventies or is their vintage only, you know, are they boho? Are their style decor from, you know, uh, you know, farmhouse, which I'm, I love farmhouse. I've always loved farmhouse style. And so I tend to be, I tend to, I kind of pick and choose. It depends because I, I know a lot of my older generation appreciates the farmhouse style yeah. and the beautiful things that are farmhouse. But a lot of my younger like buyers want boho brass baskets, you know, um, really unique things, you know, like, I don't know. So it's just different. I kind of have a, I know that I have different um, people looking at my page. So yeah. I kind of want to give them a little bit of everything, but I think that kind of represents me too, because I'm a little bit of everything. <laughs> that's it. Well, I that's, like it. I kind of like it all, you know, that's good. You know, I, I, I think that's good. I think you, I, I, I'm seeing that in the Instagram. So I want to talk about the designer in April. I want to talk about what is it? Do you find, do you, does stylizing and crafting the image, does that bring you joy? Is there like a design element to that, that like, you're like, yeah, this is like, I enjoy like this part of it, like fantasizing and creating a world for people to look into. Like for me, for the coffee thing, it's, it's almost like that where I want to, um, bring the, the Instagram user into like this idea that, you know, this coffee is delicious, I guess. I don't know. For me, it's a little bit different, but I, I feel like you have such a, 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 an awesome way of like posing your items and like you have done that. And you've also even used carousel images where you'll go through two or three images and a video to display something. And I think it does add this element to like, whoa, this is like a like there's something here that's not like, I don't know, it's, it, it is really stylized. And that's like a part of like your creative eye. Do you th is that something that you like are noticing more and enjoying more? Is there a strategy behind that? Yes. Well, I think everything is. I mean, people are attracted to beauty, obviously, you know, um, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? But it, it's really important to make everything beautiful, you know, like going back to like my, my name and like the image I chose, like I created that um, on Canva, like I use that as a media to kind of create my logo. And I mean, you kind of helped me with that. Like you've been yeah. really, oh man, you guys, my brother is amazing. He's so awesome because like, I just literally did not have a clue what to do. And he's the one that kind of encouraged me. Like, you should do this. You're really good at this. Like you do this anyways, just post it. You never know. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like going back to what I do full time. I do this full time. Um, have I seen like the money behind it? Not yet, but I do feel like this is leading in that direction. Like I never knew that I was really interested in business. I never knew that I was really interested in customer service. I love people in general. So um, that's kind of led me to doing pop-ups, which I don't just sell online. I, a lot of my sales come from, you know, everyday posts that I, you know, I'll post a picture and, um, it depends, you know, it could be at the beginning of that picture to the end of the day and it's already been sold. 
and that item I tended I tend to sell quickly like the items that I have and I I think that's really great but I also love to you know meet people so I just started doing pop-ups and I I love them they're a lot of work um, basically it's like taking a small little shop under a 10 by 10 you know space <laughs> yeah so i kind of have to fill a 10 by 10 usually that's kind of what pop-ups are about they usually stay if you can fit underneath a little you know 10 by 10 um pop-up tent then you you know they that you're then you can sell and that's kind of like my new thing so i i've been um booking a, bun a bunch of pop-ups this summer and you know with covid and everything we weren't you know, a lot of that stuff shut down, a lot of flea markets shut down, a lot of things kind of, you weren't able to do it. But um, I started in like a small home, like a lady did a pop up, one of my friends, and she invited a few vendors to come into her home and she turned her home into like a walkthrough store. So that was really fun. That was my introduction to pop ups. And I was like, Oh, yeah, no, this is this is me. <laughs> and so um, it's been really fun to kind of like, not only am I like a content creator for the things that I sell, I love to like, I love posting about the things that I, I, I have because it's, it's fun for me. It's fun to do little um, sayings, you know, and um, play on words. I love to do that. I love to um, just, and kind of give people an insight to my world and insight to who I am. So I kind of use this as an opportunity for people to see me. Like I could stylize my Instagram like those other girls, you know, <laughs> like those other thrifters, you know, that are really cool. And I could be really cool, but I choose to be myself and this is who I am. And so I think, um, I think people kind of get that. They come across it like, Oh, she's not stuffy. She's kind of, She's just chill, you know, and uh, and I'm and I'm really nice. And I think that pays like people don't understand. You have to be like if you're in customer service, you have to be nice. That's just people. Uh, you don't understand how much being, you know, um, being kind goes such a long way with a buyer. And even for me, even if I'm buying, because I, I, I buy from other vendors, I buy from other people. Like I, I liked um, this one girl, I was buying uh, some things from Facebook Marketplace. And she was so awesome. This girl was like, I don't care what you do with what you buy. But you know, here, if you I don't, she's like, I don't sell this stuff. So you sell it. <laughs> and I was like, really? Like, that's so cool. Like, it was like, girls supporting girls you know and i love that and so i use that as an opportunity now for myself i'm like if some people are going to be kind to me and support me then i want to pay it forward so i've been helping a lot of other people too being like you can do this you can sell online you can you know support yourself or if you need help starting you know your logo like i can help you and i try to do that as much as possible um because i think it just it pays to be kind. It really does. It, it's to be of service is something, it's something that we were kind of taught, you know, like obviously growing up in church is something that you learn. Like you, you know, that's the first thing that you, you're, you're taught is it's better to give than to receive. Right. And so on a business side of it, 
it really pays off for you to be that way with your customer, right? To give. And like I do yeah. this thing with the coffee subscription where I'll hand draw, I will hand write either a recipe or I will hand draw a diagram to coffee bean, to a coffee bean and tell you and label, identify the parts of the coffee bean. Put a little note on there. Sometimes it's an affirmation. It just really depends. You know, whenever I ship out the coffee, just go that little extra bit, you know, to try and make yeah. the customer feel like they, they, they really got something like they really did, you know, like, and then like this morning I did a, I did a, um, a Facebook live and my friend Tony was on, he's a subscriber to the coffee subscription. And I, and I know that because I'm in the emails, I'm in the, I'm filling out the, you know, the subscription every month and I see his email, you know, and, and so I shouted him out and I seen him live and I was like, Hey, Tony, man, OG subscriber, one of my first subscribers to the, you know, coffee subscription, you know, just going, connecting with, you know, those people who are, I mean, the, you know, Tony believes in the dream. That's why he's a subscriber. So I really appreciate him for that. But like also too, like with a customer though, it's like, because they believe you want to, you want to show up for them. You know, I know that's a little part. That's a little bit of it for me for, you know, like my Instagram for my, for my coffee subscription is for the subscribers, you know, like it's a dedication <laughs> to, it's a fan page for coffee. Really? It's yeah. a weird, weird, sick, twisted fantasy for coffee. <laughs> no, it's good, but like it goes, it. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it does go back to that, you know, and, I think I use that as an opportunity to meet new people. Like I was um, out in like a really small town, rural community this past weekend at a, at a pop-up and I got to meet like some, you know, I got to meet like one of the first woman uh, police officers of the town. Wow. And she was an older lady and she was just like super excited to see all my stuff she's like i haven't seen this stuff in years and it just it makes me so excited when women like or men even i had some men come by and they're like whoa you have some really cool things and i'm like okay i need to include the guys in this because guys look forward to all these things so i'm like uh i've got a, a antique ale bottle for you <laughs> you yeah. know i'm like i've tried to include some things you know and the, you know i have some really cool stuff but I mean, it, most of my things are more, you know, obviously women are going to be attracted to it, but, um, but it was nice to get a lot of, you know, a Cal Fire guy came by and he's like, oh, this is really cool. It's like some, I had some wood. I love wood, by the way, like I love wood uh, utensils. And so I collect those anytime I see them. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm putting those in my my shop. And so like he came by and he was like, these are really cool. And I'm like, I know they're right. They're awesome. Right. And so he noticed like, you know, those are some things that, you know, my eye tends to gravitate to. And I think men also like quality things. And so you don't leave them out like ladies do not leave out you know, the guys in, yeah, as far um, as a... <laughs> in your Instagram. So definitely, you know, that's represent them and represent, you know, whoever it's... you want in that. So I mean, it, it's true though. when, but the thing about Instagram though, is like when you start diving into creating content for something specifically, you start to learn the difference when you can incorporate, like for me, I try to incorporate heart shapes as a unifying, you know, um, you know, gender inclusive element right i try to include that that element in my content to try and soften the <laughs> just the overall dudeness of it all <laughs> just a but little bit you know but your stuff your stuff isn't just overall dude like i see a lot of you know i see i see that it looks it's definitely gender neutral like i see that exactly. i don't it doesn't feel 
too masculine and it doesn't feel too feminine, you know? And I think for me, like I, I, I love getting, you know, likes cause I hashtag a lot of things. I'll hashtag things that I know that males will be like searching for. And I love seeing a random guy like, like my photo. I'm like, yes, <laughs> like it's a really, it's one of my like goals when I'm, uh, you know, posting, I really enjoy that. And so I love seeing like, you know, people that don't necessarily follow me, but they appreciate um, yeah. either the item or they appreciate the photo. And so that's kind of like my go-to. Like I had posted some, I found these. So this is really cool. So I found, I'll share this little story of kind of what I do. So um, I went picking, found these really awesome chairs. I love chairs, by the way. I, I just have a, a thing for pair of chairs i think they're really cool um and a lot of people are like i don't have room I'm like you have room for these they're awesome you need these <laughs> you can, you can find... imagine like, yourself you enjoying these. a cup of tea on these <laughs> yeah well these ones you can't actually sit on why because they're made from rawhide and they're from they are actually made in i believe oregon from an old like religious commune and wow. they were handmade and wrapped with rawhide. So not cowhide. You think, you know, cowhide, you need, you think, you know, like a suede. No, this is rawhide, like dog, dogs chew on it, that rawhide, like that oh, very wow. hard material. And so they basically um, weaved it and made these beautiful chairs. Oh, my gosh, they're gorgeous. And um, I had posted, I had you know, posted a picture of it. And I basically, you know, I posed my two chairs and I put some flowers and some boots. And I was like, this is it. Like this spoke to me, you know, I was like, I wish I had my own place to put these chairs somewhere. Um, and uh, really it was like the farm set is calling. Like it just, that's what that says, you know? And it's like, it's a, it's an homage to, these old days they're from the 1800s and it just beautiful quality work handmade um, but also just the history behind it so i do a lot of research so when i find an item i'm looking for um i'm looking for a marking i'm looking for a maker's mark i'm looking for you know is the potter if i find pottery i look for um if it's been you know um signed by the artist or you know whatever it is um if it's a you know ironstone i love ironstone i look for those markings um if it's uh i love like pyrex and fire king like all those things are super in right now but i like them um but i always look for those markings because that shows people like i'm looking for those quality pieces yeah and um and i hashtag all that stuff so it's like those people who are collectors of it like it shows up on their feet if they're searching for it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this because it's like something that I would want in my kitchen or something that I would want in my room or whatever. But um, yeah, I hashtagged, I think like rustic farmland, farm, you know, just a lot of like that kind of thing, ranch right. style with those chairs. And I had probably a lot, a, I had a lot more male like, subscribe you know subscribe not subscribers but definitely like likes come out of that because right it's a, a, it's appealing to both you know feminine and masculine and it kind of goes with both and i i 
I tend to like that style anyways. And and I, yeah. I think that's I think that's important to like, if, especially if you're trying to use a platform to grow a an audience base, right, or a, a fan base, right? Like, especially for you, like, it look. I mean, what it, I feel like you have a, a a niche brand idea that you are executing your style, your your vision, what you like. And people are responding to it, right? And I think that's, it's really cool when you see who's responding to it and how it's being received on the other side, right? Especially when you put time and effort into actually crafting a photo and put it out there. You're like, man, I've spent some time to make this one look good, right? You know? um, I know. But um, really, though, it it sounds like it's just like one of these weird things where you're like, wow, this is like future technology where I never thought I was going to use a piece of like social media to potentially, you know, even start generating a full time income. You know, who knows if it's going to lead there? You know, I want to I want to chat with you really quick about how you give me some of the successes about posting something and then instantly getting someone's reaction and a buy on it. And talk about um, talk about the um, some of the ways that you go about um, you know delivering your product to your to to people purchasing from you, and talk about how you um, you know how you take payment as like a seller because these are kind of useful things. Once again, being of service to people here, um, you know somebody's out there trying to start an Instagram store and wants to know how they're going to do it. Right? What are they going to do? For me, I drive traffic to my website. I have a buy page there. People can fill out the information and then I ship them their coffee because it's a coffee subscription. So there's an easy way to buy. It's pretty clear. It's pretty set in stone. Kind of give me the breakdown for you. Talk about one of the successes, like an instant success. Um, talk about how um, the potentials there that are. Talk about where you see the potentials of it becoming more lucrative and more full time work for you, potentially maybe even opening up a boutique somewhere, you know, um, and then roll that into. Um, some practical ways, something that those of us who are listening, maybe there's somebody out there who's trying to get into the business, something that's become useful to you to help you accomplish that. Yeah, I think, um, well, that's a lot of stuff to talk about, but it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll take it one at a time. So uh, your first thing was what is one an instant like gratif- gratification yeah. Um I think, well, I think that the chairs were a big one. I think that sold in like a couple minutes, which was nice. That was like, oh my gosh. And, and I, I also like, I have a few friends that I'm always like in contact with and I'm like, oh my gosh, I found these. And they're like secretly like just waiting for me to post. And then they're like <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dang it. I'm like, and then they'll tell me like, I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. I had to get it right away. <laughs> and, um, it's okay, kind so, of fun because I know, like, I know, I just like, you're shopping for me. You don't even know it. <laughs> okay. But that's, but isn't that like, that's the instant gratification. So as a person who's starting a, an Instagram business, right. And being like, wow, I can't believe that this opportunity actually is happening for me. Like, what does that feel like for you? Like, cause for me, when I was like, oh my God, somebody actually put their credit card information and signed up to be delivered coffee monthly from me. Like that what? was like a, when I seen it like trans actually that. And then also when I see like me depositing $50 from PayPal into the actual bank account for the business, like Whoa. those two things blow my mind that that's happening. Well, I think it started off with why I, why I started it. I mean, 
you have to go back, go back a couple months from today. Today is what? We're in May. But back in March, I literally had like a final, like, I wouldn't say a breakdown. I'd say I hit rock bottom, but not yet. You know what I mean? Like you just, um, back in October, I got sick. And I got sick kind of like with a, a version of COVID. And at that point I was full-time teaching and I got so sick. I literally was in bed for a month. And um, at that point I realized I had to take into account like my health and had to really take into account of the, the, the health scare that was for me, my health is really different from a lot of other people's. My immune system isn't always great. Like I ended up in the hospital one year for like a couple of years ago for pneumonia. And I mean, when you're in the hospital and you're in like your early, you're, I don't even know if I was 30 then, but I'm in my early thirties and they're like, this is the, this is the area where we get like the elderly people in. Like we don't ever oh, have Lord. patients this young. And so that kind of shocked me from then on. I've been very cautious about my health and with COVID being, a big, um, you know, the lungs and that issue, I was, I was pretty scared. And, uh, and then I ended up getting sick and that kind of started me on this journey of literally starting my whole life again. This is not the first time I've started my whole life again. I'm, I'm 34. Um, I feel like I've restarted a couple of times in my life. So, but this is also not the time I wanted to restart. Like who wants to you know, redo everything again at your, you know, this is supposed to be the prime time of your life where you're supposed to have your career going. You're supposed to have all this. And, and that's the whole thing is you're supposed to society tells us all this stuff. Like society wants us to be, you know, going after the almighty dollar. Society wants us to be selfish society. You know, the American dream is do all you can to be all you can be. And the thing is, it's like, as you're striving to do all that, you realize you lose yourself and you realize you don't even know who you are. And you realize that, like, are you really happy? Yeah. And although I was living on my own, I had my own place. Like I was living literally in the most amazing little house in the country. I had like a big old field behind me. I had no neighbors around me, which is by the way, it's that's that can be a good thing and a bad thing. But <laughs> but um, I had all that. I had a beautiful home while well, I was renting. We're in California. Let's let's say that. And I was a teacher <laughs> at a private school. So I wasn't <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't yeah. making like the money, but at, I was surviving. I was doing really well. And I was, you know, starting to I was on the worship team at church and like things were going well. And I was really, really busy. But that's the thing, like I was so, so busy and I was trying to make things happen for myself that I would literally be up in the morning by like, you know, be out of the house by seven and I wouldn't get home till like 11 o'clock at night. And that was all because I didn't want to be alone in the house. I didn't, I had a beautiful home. I, you know, put all my beautiful things up, but <laughs> that did not make me happy. You made a little Instagram palace, huh? <laughs> I I was I was you know so content with uh, the dis 
stylization of my house, but I couldn't even stand to be there alone. And so after all that, like I said, COVID hit, I literally just ended up being at a loss. You know, I was uh, out of, out of a job, out of everything, out of no income because private school couldn't get any unemployment, all this stuff. And I was literally at rock bottom and I'm crying out to God. I'm saying, God, like, where are you in all this? Like I've served you my whole life, done all this great stuff. And yet <laughs> like I've got, I have nothing. And, um, and I was holding on to everything that I owned. I was holding on to all the things that I had things. That's the thing. I was holding on to things. And I finally said, you know what, I'm going to let go. I'm going to let all these things that I had go. So a lot of what I started off on, even on my page, um, were items that I collected for my own self, things that wow. were my own. They came from my home. They were loved by me. And I really had a hard time to say, you know, can I start over again? And the thing is, is you can. And like, I used a lot of what I had, a lot of style, you know, everybody's like, oh, wow, this is, you have a style. I'm like, well, yeah, because that was mine, you know, know? but it was also a way of saying like, hey, I really do need to let go. And, um, and when you do, you don't understand that God is, oh, he's always going to provide. And that's what happened to me is because I felt like I was, you know, I had nothing left and God was like, you have a lot left. You have a lot. And I was like, you're right, Lord. Well, okay, let me start getting rid of things. And I started even giving things to like my neighbor. I was like, do you need this? Do you need that? And then I, I, I uh, was, you know, giving yard sale stuff away. Like I was just literally minimizing everything going down to like a lot, like fitting a two bedroom home that I had. And literally moving back in with my parents and fitting everything that I own into one room. And I mean, like, literally, I, I filled a two bedroom home to just one room. And that yeah. was a big transition for me. Um, and so a lot of the things that I had, I had to get rid of. I had to. I had to because there's no space. Because if you know my family, uh, there's nothing. There's no more space in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they, they literally fill it. Every wall is filled. Everything is filled. And so, um, that kind of started everything that kind of, that's why I think these things are, they mean so much to me because it's like, this is something I would buy for myself or I already did buy my, for myself. And I just want to give it back to people who can love it. Cause in this season of my life, I'm not in a home. I'm not somewhere else. I'm not, you know, I'm not able to have you know a home where i could you know furnish it and make it beautiful and stuff but i'd like to help somebody else make their home beautiful and so it's like it's i get that feel without having to feel sad that i don't have it you know it's kind of like kind of you know paying it forward in a sense but because i'm doing that i still feel like i finally feel like i feel peace i feel joy I feel like God is in it. I feel that, um, you know, do I post things about a God on my Instagram? No, I don't necessarily try to be, you know, a, 
Overly oh, I'm Christian. Angelic. I'm Christian <laughs> and I'm and I'm religious and that's the thing. I'm not religious. Like I'm I love the Lord. I love Jesus. I love people and that should speak for itself. I shouldn't have to declare, you know, oh, I'm this and this and that and talk about how humble I am. I don't need to say that. You know, I just want people to fall in love with the things that I have and hopefully, you know, realize that there's real love coming out of it, coming out of these things. Like I genuinely hope they, you know, love it. And, and so that even comes down to like how, you know, how I even package items. Like I've, I've yet to start shipping. I offer shipping on my Instagram, but I haven't had anybody needed need shipping yet. I mean, I had one person inquire about it, but I haven't really had much, uh, interest in shipping so i do a lot of local pickups which is nice um, but i like to do in-person sales so like pop-ups are really great because it's a good way of just getting the item to the customer right then and there it's yeah. so much easier to get rid of inventory than to do one item at a time daily and just hope that somebody will buy it then and then how do i get it to them a lot of my customers are literally about an hour away because i live in the middle of nowhere. So yeah. that's really hard for me too, is because I'm not close to city. So I can't be like, oh, I can come out and give it to you. I actually have to schedule a time where I'm like, I'll be in town <laughs> and I can stop by. Normally I don't necessarily like to do that deliveries, but I have offered that because I want a customer and I want them to know I'm willing to go out of my way to, you know, to, to, to kind of start that customer base. So you're going to notice like if you're starting out, you are going to have to make, you know, um, those accommodations. You're not going to be able to be like demand, oh, cash only. You're not going to be able to demand from a customer pick up an hour away really for your $8 item. No, like that's yeah. not, that's not cool. So I always try to be like, can you wait like at least maybe a couple of days and I'll be in town. I can meet you or I can deliver. I kind of use that as an opportunity where everybody's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. That's fine. You know, um, so I kind of use that as an opportunity also to be accommodating so they know that I'm willing to work with them and I'm not going to like just be, you know, a, bo a boss and just be like, oh, no, I don't deal with people like that. Or, you know, I, I do use Venmo. I like, um, I like to, you know, uh, have that available for people who just want to, you know, send cash right away. You know, it's just a nice way. It's a convenient way. It is kind of hard because you're just like, it gives me opportunity to buy stuff from other people. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of never know, like, oh, I don't yeah. really know if like, I ever really calculate all like, I can't really say that I keep a, you know, good. No, man eye on my Venmo because I kind of use it I'm like oh you take Venmo okay so I feel like it's old school market like where you're like just distributing goods you're exchanging goods like the old days and it's yeah. like this is amazing but so, with like, new this, technology right yeah and <laughs> I did like that Star this Wars. weekend <laughs> I did that this weekend like I had a I had a I had a, a girl and she was like oh she's like I noticed you you wanted this iPhone 
I found this amazing hat. And I was like, yeah, I want it. I'm like, she's like, do you have Venmo? I'm like, I do. <laughs> I had just sold something of mine. And so I was like, yes. I'm like, it did not even cost me a penny. Well, it really does. But, you know, but in my brain, I'm like, it didn't cost me anything. Because <laughs> I didn't have to do any, take out any cash. So it was kind of convenient for both of us. But that's what's amazing about it. It's like, it's kind of nice because I want to get things too. And it's like, oh, I have an actual little, you know, pot of money that I can actually use to exchange for other vendors. So I think that's super important too, is to support other local vendors. And I try to do that. So if I see something I really like, I don't necessarily pull out of like my wallet and be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, pay, you know, right out of pocket just to be like, just to support people. But if I find something I really like, I believe in their business and I feel like, it's quality stuff. I'm like, Oh, I really like this. I really want to support you. And so I always ask them like, Oh, do you take Venmo? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, awesome. <laughs> Great. Wow. Cause I'm going to use it, you know? And so I like to use it. And then I also take it as well. I have, I have PayPal, but I haven't had anybody really want to use that as well. Um, I get a lot of people asking me, do you have Apple pay or do you have this? And I'm like, no, I haven't started. I'm just like, I'm just starting on this part of things. Yeah, I probably I probably could use like a chip reader, but I think that's a little bit later on for sure. Well, I mean, like that's um, that's the same thing for me, though. Like I, I start off with uh, with PayPal, right, because the on the website I can do I can I can take multiple forms of payment. They can use their PayPal card. They can use their credit card. They can use their debit card, you know, to to purchase a coffee or to sign up for the subscription. But someone for like you, you're actually out in, you're just out there, you know, in an open air market at some place, you know, you need to be able to yeah. use something like Venmo where it's quick transaction really fast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, and I love the fact that, you know, another vendor one time she had her husband printed out the Venmo QR code. And so I was like, oh that's so smart. So like, I don't have to take out my phone all the time, just kind of have it printed and ready to go. And I kind of set up this really <laughs> to me, I thought it was funny. And I thought it was cute. Like I put a picture of my dog. And my friend had given me a little dog sign that says like, I work hard, so my dog can have a better life. <laughs> yeah. And then I put my Venmo next to it. So it's like, it's like, this is the reason why I do things. Yes. But, um, yeah. It kind of no. gives people a story, you know, but you it also need to take a picture of that and post it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lets them know like this is, you know, this is kind of available and it's fast. And so I'm like, and so I use that. Like I have I have business cards and on the back I use a QR code for my Instagram. So I'm like, here, take a card, QR code, follow me on Instagram. And I kind of use that as an opportunity. Like that's how I get new followers. Like every time I'm in person, I'm like, here's my card. If you need anything. Um, and also like I can be a personal shopper too. So I always tell them like, send my, you know, contact me through my email, um, which is shop handpicked Um, wait, wait, shop handpicked heritage at, at gmail.com, gmail.com. Okay. Sorry. There you go. Sorry. Shop yes, I'm not, heritage. A, I'm not a website yet. Not yet, but you never know, Keep but, uh, yeah, shop, you know where to come <laughs> shop handpicked heritage at gmail.com and that is an opportunity like if you're look like i had a few people are like i'm looking for this and this and that and i'm like okay well let me know and um i can be able to look out for you and i'll i'll definitely you know keep you posted and 
Um, that doesn't mean that I'm literally going to charge like a, a fee for that. It just means like if I know people are asking about it, then I know I should pick up those items when I'm out and about. It's not it's not like you don't have to hire me for that, but it gives me an insight into what people are looking for. Um, that's that's well, and, that's really smart on your side because yeah. then it, it really helps you identify like what inventory is going to be more valuable to your clientele, right? Yes. So like I said, like right now, baskets, oh my gosh, baskets are <laughs> fire right now. So people love them. And I don't really charge a lot because you order those things on Etsy, you order those things on Mercari, and they're expensive. eBay is mm. expensive. And I try to stay below all those things. You know, so I tend to even for the shopper, I'm like, I can't charge a bunch of money for that right now, especially if I'm in the valley. If yeah. I was in the Bay Area or, you know, L.A. area, I probably could charge an arm and a leg. But I'm in the valley and you have to accommodate your customer and you have to know your customer base and what what they're willing to buy and what they're willing to spend their money on and how much they'll spend their money on. You know, so I tend to try to. um keep my items probably at a, a lot lower than most places would be, especially out and about too. Like I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, make, um, you know, killing off of somebody because I, I ultimately want a returning customer. So right, I tend exactly. to do that. So I tend to, you know, price my items a little bit on the lower side because they'll keep coming back knowing like, Oh, I'm not so expensive. I can, I can actually afford to buy more from her because she is going to work with me, you know? And, and you know, pro provide, you know, quality pieces. I know I got a coffee cup from you and I love that cup. It's, um, I think it says, uh, enjoy coffee. Um, every day, I think it says something like that. I can't remember exactly, but, um, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you really quickly about your about the Instagram real quick. You mentioned that you noticed that some people have um, just a solid background, and I've taken a lot of photos with yellow backdrops, white black backdrops, and just a, a, a single product, you know, placed in the photo. So you talked about using Canva. That's a tool that I love to use because it's free, and you can do so many little design things you can create. Uh, like you've done um, an, a post that updates clients where your pop-up's going to be, where the next one's going to be, when the next one's going to be, and you put it together in a nice stylized way that fits your Instagram feed, which is really yeah. important. You know, if you're not if you're not investing into, you know, continue to um, design the feed or to improve the feed, you know, people people see that. Yeah. You know, and for me, it, it 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 started off as something I'm just posting, posting, posting. And over time, as I've learned, I started to get okay. Wait, if you start to incorporate a pattern in the content that you're posting, um, and people appreciate it, and I started doing like a grid pattern, a checkerboard pattern on the feed, and people start to realize that there's somebody investing time into curating this a step further. So not mm -hmm. only is the content curated and the stylized of the the not only is the the product curated, but and and the content stylized for you to put on the Instagram. But then the feed itself is then even grid. You know, you can use Canva to create more creative little um, pieces in between those content that you have. But I was going to talk to you really quick. I think that's a, br a brilliant idea that you thought of, and you said I think I might start taking pictures. Um, you did a picture of, I think it, I want to say it's a cup or it's a basket. Actually, I want to look at this picture right now on your Instagram, if I could find it. 
Oh, okay, here we go. Um, you did a picture of a. It's just a, it's a. It's this one. I don't know if you could see it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a it's a basket. It's a little wicker basket, like little just a little tabletop basket. Um, it looks like you have a sheet or like a bed sheet down, and then you use like some sort of decorative um, foliage in the picture, and then you just laid the basket there, right? Yeah, but it's not a sheet. It's like a tablecloth. <laughs> okay, so explain to me. So okay, so this is what I was thinking about. Um, so in a gridlock pattern. You could do something like that where you just have that sheet and that little foliage piece there as the the foundation of the grid of the of this piece of content. Yeah, and, I mean I could continue I could continue to use that. Right, um, exactly. So is that I, what you're saying? Just, yeah, so like keeping the same background. I tend to if it's like a wood item, I do use that. For sure, I always use a white bottom, a white uh tablecloth and a a greenery some kind of greenery it's not it's not real i do like um if i'm gonna go faux plant faux greenery i always use like lamb's ear or just like this um greenery that looks like lamb's ear which to me is like the most uh it looks the most realistic i don't like fake plants i hate fake plants fake (laughs) flowers um so it's really important that i find something that's like available to me at all times so i use that's why i use lamb's ear um and i like that i use that on my table every time i go to a pop-up i use that kind of always um if i notice like an item is like just needs a little bit of color i try to stick with just one color i try to stick with that green pop a pop of green is always really good um, but that's one of my colors are usually like white and green and like a wood color I tend to stick towards that, but, um, yeah, you'll never see like hot pink, hot, like bright orange. No, I did post a picture today of, of these beautiful, gorgeous, like, um, iridescent pearl mugs. And I tried to use a black, like a white background just because I had it. I knew that it was going to go against the wall and it did not look good. So I needed a wood an, an, some kind of wood piece in there and so I put it on top of, like this wood shelf and took a photo like that but then again I, I had tried to inc- include the the little piece of greenery but I, I didn't use it this time but um, but like I said that's my normal go to is usually like that white with wood and greenery yeah, no, I'm, looking, I'm looking at it right now I looked at those little mugs right now and you did like a little carousel thing on it where you, you, I don't know if that's a yellow blanket in the background, but you're I holding the mug I did use that, too. yeah. Then that I, looks really then I, good. That looks really see, good. See, then I did Then I did a second because I know that it's really hard. To, like, I always like to give that one solid front-faced picture so yeah. people can see the item. And then I'll include, it, an, I'll include another picture to show stylized or to show it against a different background so people can get an idea like, oh, that's gorgeous. So, yeah, if you go to my Instagram and you see that little those these amazing mugs like yeah the front picture is basically so that they can get an idea like you look at it and you go oh wow that's nice but the second picture is more stylized that's like wow you see like you see the the product in all its glory and i tend to do that so like i have a basket coming it's gorgeous like this basket is i would say it's about two feet tall it's it's an amazing basket it, i don't know 
it's like it almost looks like <laughs> not to be silly but it almost looks like the baskets like do you remember on like those little uh cartoons where they would like you know play the flute or whatever and the little the snake would come out of that basket yeah okay yeah it's like that type of basket so wow i'm like i want it i'm gonna get a front front image but i'm like i really like it stylized it looks really good to the eye if it's stylized but i also like i said i try to keep my front first picture always like just here's the item right i don't i don't like to put it in um, all the decor because I want them to get an idea of like what it is first and then I show them what could it be potentially so yeah. that's kind of my goal is to keep things really simple front face to the to the point and then like look through you know look through all the photos so you could see it and see how you could kind of include that in your home or what it looks like in a different light that's kind of my well i'm, I'm looking here you're at 98 followers 98 <gasps> yes! followers okay About yes to close i in. know this is really important for the listeners out there okay she's she has an instagram little boutique that she started on instagram okay she's turned you know a, a, more than at least 300 dollars in profit already from this little experiment that you started off with right um yeah for sure. Wait, I mean, I yeah, I'm I'm not gonna say anything on on the air, but right, we're not we're not gonna definitely. Get into, <laughs> yeah, definitely more than three hundred dollars, you know. And, and, but but and less than less than a hundred followers though. Okay, so when people think of numbers, they're thinking, oh, do I need ten thousand followers to like make something off of Instagram? No, you don't. It really comes down to product market placement because of the Instagram, the hashtag, uh, people loving content. You know, people just and, love it, looking at the feed, loving the style, feeling the style, feeling the vibe. They start believing in it and to know that they can go take it a step further and have an interaction, you know, and like, that's going amazing. to, yeah, going to local, local pop-ups has been the big thing for me. Like I didn't necessarily, I went to this pop-up in like Gustine cause I live in Santa Ana. Mm-hmm. Daranella, California, off the five. So that's another thing. I'm like, maybe one day, you know, I could be like, hey, if you're on the way, stop by <laughs> and just be like to people like I'm right off the five. So if you're happening to pass through, you can pick up your item. Um, yeah, that's going to be like hopefully one day in the future, but whatever. Um, anyways, I was uh, looking online for like how to how to be included. Like I, I really wanted to be in. Uh, started looking for pop-ups so i joined i joined a facebook group a facebook group um and that started uh introducing me to other local vendors other local small businesses and that is kind of where i started following those people following small businesses and you know what those are the people that are coming through they are the people that are buying they're the people like other vendors support vendors other small businesses support small businesses so you're not going to be don't be looking for you know the big people out there you want to sell local your local invest in your local community your local people because those are the people that you're going to sell the most to you're not selling to the person in michigan you know you're i mean you can but most likely you're going to be selling to you know 
the mom next door. I've never, I actually, I've never had a mom next door, but <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I'm more of my customers are more um, Turlock based, Gustine based. I rarely don't even have people in my own hometown, which is kind of nice because um, I kind of know my buyer for that area. And I know that they're willing to buy. Maybe the people in your area, your little hometown are not going to buy. Oh, my nephew. Yeah, he's getting all crazy over here. He heard a door open. <laughs> oh. um, hey, buddy, but on. the people that are like, you know, the people that do support you, you kind of know who you know who you're gonna um, reach out to, and those are the people that are like, they're the returning ones. And like I said, I kind of know who they are and stuff. But um, I visited a, a pop up where I knew that I was gonna. Um, go visit a friend. I knew she sold there. She was um, doing a back, um, a market, a backyard market. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I want to go see her stuff because I wanted to buy from her. And, oh, is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. He's just being a baby right now. That's all. He's fine. <laughs> I'm listening. Oh, get him, baby, get him! He he does this every time he every time somebody opens a window, opens a door, he freaks out. He you know he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, sounds very familiar. Um, <laughs> mine mine doesn't bark for nothing though. Yours does. He barks for nothing. Mine, yeah, you know when something's up because she'll howl. She's like, you'll hear her. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, so I went to go check out my friend's um stuff she, she has macrame and her stuff is gorgeous like there's a lot of people out there doing macrame but you can tell the difference in how people the quality of yarn the quality of string whatever they use and you can tell when it's good and when it's not and uh, hers is just gorgeous but i was like i need to go see and i also went just to kind of see the different type of vendors that were there and I noticed, like, you can tell, too, like, what fits you. you you're not always going to be everybody's aesthetic or everybody's vibe. Like, and that's a big word right now is vibe. Like, what's the vibe of the vendors? You know, and I realized, like, right now what's really big and what's really in is, like, crystals. I'm not into crystals. Like, <laughs> I don't like that stuff. Essential oils are in. I'm like, oh bath bombs like people are you know th that's the kind of stuff that like and so when i went i was like oh this is maybe not my scene but that's okay i still want to support people and i found this like really cool dog vendor there i was like oh my gosh you're amazing you know <laughs> but that's the thing is like i started following a bunch of people there because i realized i was like hey i may not i may not be there you know they may not be what i'm looking for but you never know and um and that kind of helped me get some other followers because it was like I followed them and then they follow me and again it's lo local businesses supporting local businesses and that's the thing where it's like um, I think that's a, a way to gain more followers because they're going to be posting and you get to see you know your feed will be on their feed and it's kind of like you kind of promote yourself in that way as well. And they'll be like, oh, I found you through so-and-so. And I've had that happen so many times. It's like, oh, so-and-so had, you know, had your stuff on her page. And so I followed her, I followed that and I found you. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. 
because that's how that was like another success like stories I had found is literally from rags to riches story about this cart. I had found this amazing cart, a vintage cart. It was probably in the fifties. Um, and it was a tore up. It was horrendous. It was ugly and it was painted and it was a, a mess. And I literally turned it like around a hundred percent. And so and a lot of work went into it. Don't get me wrong. Like I found it and I, I I won't even say how much I found it for, what I found it for. But literally I I put in uh, like blood, sweat and tears. Like I had to sand everything down and thank God I have like an electric sander. So <laughs> I collect tools like my That's birthday so this year. What did my brother, my little brother gave me like a tool set for my birthday this year and goggles. And I was like, yes, thank you so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, uh, can I get, uh, I need different backdrops for my photos. And you're like, I'll take a sander and a saw. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So like, I, I was so excited. Like that was like the best gift ever. And like, I got like a bunch of super glue too. Cause my, <laughs> my parents were like, you need this. So, um, and uh, it was really great. And so I basically, but I also got, I got your gift too. Your gift was awesome too. Um, I'm telling you, I love food too and snacks. You got me a cool charcuterie board, like um, recipe book. It was really awesome. But uh, anyway, so I found this crazy cart. It was ugly as all heck. And I posted a picture of like what I found. I was like, look at this is going to be, it's going to look so different when it's finally transformed. <laughs> And, uh, and I had been working on it for a couple of days. I had to get some, uh, you know, some paint and find the exact color. I tried to go back to the original color, which was yellow, um, like a baby yellow. And I, um, buffed all the, all the metal. So it looked beautiful and clean again. And cause it was spray painted, like it was wow. bad. And so I had to like scrape off all that stuff and like buff it out. And I re-put all the pieces together, re-screwed everything, and um, and then like took pictures of it, like to use whether it could be a coffee a coffee station, or it could be like a plant cart. Yeah. And because plants are really big right now, a lot of people are getting into like they want real plants and things alive in their homes. So it was like you can use it use it for either or. But like I had a customer, I was like, nope, I want it. Like I'll take it, I'll buy it, and. And I sold it to her right away. I think I sold that within a couple, I think a couple of days, maybe one or two days I sold it. So I had an idea that I thought would be pretty interesting. Something I think would work really well with uh, your, uh, your brand is trying to do like a influencer giveaway. Um, yes, you... that's what I want to do. Thank you for leading into that. Exactly. So. I don't know if that's something that you're, that's a strategy. I'm going to start doing that. Um, I actually just ordered a whole nother round of coffee. So cheers for me. got my, we went in with an original investment on the coffee. We sold the coffee. We got enough money to buy our second batch of coffee now. So that to me is big, you know, that's big news for the coffee subscription. Right. But, you know, also too, like the thing is like for, for me though, I want to like, how am I going to get that in front of more people and doing a giveaway? I thought I might give away like three or four of the last pounds that I have from the last batch because, you know, I'm getting a whole new batch of coffee. Um, and so those, those, um, those five pounds that I have left over, um, from the original, 
Um, I might just do the giveaway on that and see if I can get extra people to, you know, to share the Instagram account. Maybe it might go a little further out there yes. on the internet. So, yes. Well, that's what I was going to do for my hundred subscri subscribers. So, go. um, which I'm literally like right there. And so I'm hoping maybe by the end of today. We'll see, but um, we'll see. I'm going to hype it up. I'll hype it up after this episode. I'm going to definitely get, actually, it will be hyped up because I got to make a post on my Instagram and yeah. I got 340 subscribers there and they're definitely, they do show it love to, um, nice. to small businesses on that, on that Instagram account. So, yay, absolutely. So that is what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do because I kind of want to give an option because not everybody likes the same things, you know? So I think I'm going to have three items and I'm going to have, um, I'm going to post the three items, I think pictures of them. And then I want, uh, everyone's, you know, in honor of a hundred subscribers, I'm going to ask that they, you know, tag three people who they think would, um, enjoy my page, enjoy shopping on my page. And then, um, I'm going to put those people in a, um, in a raffle and then definitely do, you know, pick three winners and just see, you know, from the first kind of see how they want to do if, what items they'd like. And so that's going to be kind of my thing for the first hundred subscribers. I'm excited to do that. I can't wait. And that will be definitely like, even if I have to ship, I'm willing to ship that on like my cost. Normally I do like, I would definitely obviously probably have somebody buy their own shipping but not on this i want them to feel the love and feel like i'm so thankful and grateful for the people that have supported me the people that have been um buying and although you know like one of this weekend it was really crazy because i had a i had a, a you know a father a man or a general guy totally not appreciate like what i do and the fact that i was literally like it I had no manpower. I was by myself, putting my whole booth together, manning my booth, the hours that went into, you know, I, I tag every item and I research every item. So I don't just put a number on it. Like I literally handwrite everything. And so many hours went into that. I mean, I, I didn't even make, I didn't even break even with the hours if I was paid hourly right. um, with what I made for my pop-up. And so I was kind of disappointed to hear somebody, and this is the thing, it's like, if you're starting up, you're going to hear these conversations. People are going to lowball you. People are going to be like discouraging you. They're going to tell you a lot of crap. And so I was hearing this conversation between this husband and wife and the wife was like, I really want this mirror. Little did she know, like I had bought this mirror already at a higher cost than I normally would have buy because it was beautiful. It was a gorgeous, huge mirror. And then not only did I buy it at a higher cost, I literally painted it by hand and chipped it by hand. So there's a chipping process. If you ever see like that whole farm cottage kind of look, there's a specific chipping style. You have to do two different types of things to get that ready to chip. And it's there's a specific way of doing it. So you're putting in time to kind of do that. And you have to have an eye for the chipping. You know, scraping off paint is not just... I'm going to scrape off paint. You have to have a look to it. It's, <laughs> it's, it has to be done right because it can go really bad and look really ugly and not look like it's done nicely. Or it can look like it's not chipped right. So it kind of looks like it's new, but it's not, you know, you don't want it to look, you want it to look aged well. And so some things I do buy and like if I am re 
refinishing something, I want it to look aged well. And I like that chippy look too. I think it's fun to do. Um, anyway, so I had already put in time and effort. So it costs money to paint the thing, which added to the cost of the mirror. Then it costs manpower, which is what it costs to do it. And then it costs for me to load it, bring it and carry it to the place. And I heard this conversation between the two of them. And he's like, you can pay $20 for that thing. And I'm like, bro, uh, at Kirkland's, at any Ikea, like this is a heavy duty antique mirror. This man has no clue what he's getting. He has no clue what his wife is trying to get. And I already had it priced at a really good price. Yeah. And he was like already telling her that she shouldn't pay more than $20. So she comes up to me, she goes, I know I'm lowballing you, but would you take 20? And I was like, um, no, because that's not even the cost of what it costs to bring this mirror here. I'm sorry. I cannot do that. And yeah. like, of course, I did it in a nice way. I said it nicely. But as a business, like I literally felt it was like a knife to the heart, like and how sad and how dare him. Like if he was a construction worker, like would he want somebody to lowball him? You know, right. would he want somebody to tell him his his time and effort wasn't worth the money? Like, oh, that's an item. Like that that means nothing. Like that's cheap. It's not it's not cheap. And that's what people don't understand too. Is like even if I am going thrifting, like that's my hours. That's my time. And then I come home and clean the item and I make it beautiful again. Like it doesn't right. come home like that. You and if I mean and if and if you're like not willing to go out there and do it yourself, then you're going to have to pay more for that item. That's just in general. That's the, obviously going to happen. I mean, the thing is, too, is like, you know, you're you're doing a, a resale on, on, an, on an item. Right. But you're trying to breathe some life back into it by giving it a stage to present it to the buyers. Right. Like you're creating the environment where you're presenting yeah. it to the buyer and a part of that goes a long way it goes a long way into the value of the item because if people cannot realize that the little yellow table could have been a plant cart or could have been a coffee station they may have just seen it as a piece of trash like you had said but with some tender loving care mm -hmm. and uh you know a few instagram you know fantastical instagram posts it breathed life into this vintage good right this vintage cart now it's like wow that now it has a story has a yeah. you know it the product now is has a product story to it you know it's it's there it's amazing now yeah and um, i had a friend i had a, sorry to go on on that really quick i had a friend who was like i just got one i wish i would have waited i just got one at target and i was like oh i'm sorry my target has everything she's like i know but i like vintage more so yeah. she i <laughs> had she she's like had i waited i would have bought it you know but it just like that just another thing for people to not let those things get to you you know, like, of course, that probably sounded like a little rant or like that I was disappointed in that. I did sell that mirror at a much lower. I did work with her. I gave her a really fair price. I think I I missed out on more money. But I also knew that I wanted to make the customer happy, too. Like, right. I wanted to make the sale. Um, not because I felt like. I needed it. I didn't need it. But it was like I at the end of the day, I'm like when somebody is like really loving something and I have the ability to negotiate my prices, I am going to try to do my best to get that product to that person. Yeah, because it's like at the end of the day, like. It doesn't bother me to 
lose out as much as, you know, um, making somebody happy too. So that is part of my ministry too. That's why I'm saying like, sometimes it does cost more money for me to be out there than it is, um, than what I'm making. And although others may look down on that, like I don't necessarily look down on that. I think that's a, um, I think it's, maybe it's not working smart, but it is definitely helping me to, to understand where, where I fit in, in the business market and, and who I am as a person and what is always going to be my, my motivation. And my motivation is to be a light is to give people something that they love, you know? You know, and that's good. That's, I think that's, man, that's, that's probably like the, as someone who wants to like have an entrepreneurial experience and try something, it's like the best thing that you could hope for that they're just trying to serve a community or a, a customer, right? Like at the end of the day, it's like, I want this to be fair for us and I'm going to do my best to serve this, you know, this customer, this whatever. And, you know, hearing you say that, it sounds like you're, you know, you are trying to make every effort, even if it's an Instagram store and people are like, what does that look like? You know, it's turning to, it's the love of the game. It's the love of finding something that people will appreciate that that customer like it becomes this thing where you're like, how much more can I zero in on making this a hundred percent, the right mug for that person, whoever the buyer is, you know, and that's an act of service. Like if you can nail it a hundred percent, that person's like, Oh my God, this is what I needed. You know, (laughs) you know, that that's, that's the customer that you make happy. It's going to come back or whatever, you know, that's the person that, that you're there to serve and a smile, put a smile on their face. Right. Like I, collect mugs now I started you know like gathering mugs and so now when I'm looking at mugs now I'm thinking I I look at mugs now where I'm like I have to double check every mug and be like which one do I want when you had a mug that perfectly fit the bill or it's like I like a classic Americana looking mug that has this sort of like rugged look to it and that's what I wanted to feature in the in the podcast you know images too some of the I did put in some of the pictures but um so like, it, you know, those little things like that, they go a long way to people, you know? Um, yeah. Anyways. And that's, that's really cool too. I'm, I'm just glad that I can get a lot of, you know, a lot of feedback. That's the most important thing is getting feedback. And, you know, I definitely um, have, you know, I have good days and bad days for sure. But, um, you know, and that's the one thing too, is like, even when I, wrap my items like I definitely like I'll wrap them and um I love brown brown paper bags I think those are so cute and I wrap them with tissue and just try to make it uh, a great experience for the customer and I think it makes me happy making other people happy and so I get filled with joy I mean you know I feel like that's so fun i'm in my element when i'm there so i I love that you know in everything in all aspects the in the thrill of the hunt to the very end of getting the item to the person i love all all of the air like every stage of that i love i never feel uncomfortable with like you know that's the thing is some people are like they're thrifters and they'll go find something and then necessarily they're not really good people people you know and so they're not going to be good selling face-to-face. You know, they'll only maybe be able to do Instagram and not necessarily do pop-ups. Whereas I like kind of both. I, I love, you know, the interaction online. I love 
making content and then I also love people. So it's like, I kind of can do all of it. I love that whole, all the stages of that. And, um, and not everybody is like that. So I think it fits my personality well. And at this moment, this is what I'm doing. Does it mean I'm going to do this forever? I don't know. Right. But at this moment, I'm very happy and content with where I'm at. And I mean, I just look, I look forward to, you know, going to all these sales and different things, different estate sales and learning about people, you know, it's just, it's really fun to me. I, I never get tired of it. <laughs> no, that's, that's really good to hear. As long as you're doing what you love and that's kind of where this podcast led me, you know, I want to do, I have a passion to want to be famous for some reason. I don't yeah, know I don't why. Know why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but, um, and podcasting was that thing where I just naturally gravitated to because you you hear the golden voice right now, the golden podcast voice. Lord. I've been working on this voice for years. <laughs> wow. For years I've been crafting this voice, this radio wow. baritone voice, just so I can talk on, on a podcast. Um, no, not really. But uh, I don't know. I just always had a fascination with hearing myself, you know, yes, and podcasting. You know podcasting gives me that thing where I get to just, I can like nerd out and hear myself and make content. Right. But then at the same time, I was like, I want to do something that's not just for me though. So how do I do something that gets pushes my cart? Like, you know, where I get to do something I love, hear myself, become famous, but also help other people, you know, and I think this is a worthy cause, you know, helping people with their little online project, whatever it may be. It might be an Instagram shop. It might be a graphic. It might well, be just saying, Hey, like, there's this thing called Canva and you can design with it. Let me show you a few tricks. And then seeing what you're able to do with it, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm just going to ask April to make like six or seven posts for me next month. You know, just because oh. I see how good you are with the Canva, you know, who knows what it turns into? Who knows if you, you know, end up building a, a big enough following that other people are like, can you do that for me? You know, like, yeah, I've noticed, I've noticed that, like, I know people stepping up their game, you know, definitely some other people, you know, you can tell when they're like, wow, you look, yours looks very professional or you like you design very well. And like, even how I have my, you know, my pop-up stuff, like I, everything has to look well, it has to look good. And does it look like everybody else's, everybody else's stuff? No, it looks nothing like their stuff. Like sometimes I get jealous because I'm like, man, I know, I know people put in money and I know when I see things that look just gorgeous and I'm like, I know how much that costs. You know what I mean? Like it, it hurts me to know that they had to invest that much in their business. And I really didn't invest in my business. And as far as like, I started off, like I said, I started literally selling things that I own because I had to, <laughs> it was a had to, uh, I really had to. And I didn't have to start off like that. I literally had nothing. I had nothing. And that's what God told me. Cause I said, God, how do you do a business like this? How do you start from nothing? And he goes, I literally felt the Lord tell me, I can work with nothing. I used a little boy's lunch and I multiplied it. And he says, watch what I can do with just a little bit. And I, it broke me because I thought, God, who does this? In the midst of COVID, in the midst of have no job in the midst of I'm full on like I'm depressed in the midst of like everything that I thought was supposed to be my perfect life turn upside down I had just you know um 
I, I, I even had to, you know, stop going to the, the, the church I was going to, like things were not looking up and God reassured me and said, watch what I can do with the little bit that you give me. And I mean, like I said, I'm not over here making big bucks, but it, I am so much more happier and so much more excited about life than I was and that is so worth it. Like I do, I miss being a teacher. Um, not during COVID. No, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> um, it was stressful. That was a very stressful environment for me. And um, I'm the kind of person, like, like I said, it takes a long time for me to do things, even on Instagram. So it, it any little thing that I did, uh, it took would take such a long. I was there all the time. I was there from morning till night. Like I could do that. I could spend hours in my classroom. And if you even saw my classroom, I was designing my classroom, and yeah. I learned kind of like my classroom was beautiful. I loved designing and and decorating. Like so, even even if teachers are like, I need help, you know, setting up my classroom. I'm like, I love doing that. Like, please hire me to design your classroom. I love doing that. I think that's fun. And um, of course, I learned from my cousin who was amazing at, you know, all that stuff. So shout out to Misty Hernandez. She's amazing. Um, hey, could be a business partner. She works, <laughs> she works in Houston. She's the Houston librarian. <laughs> She needs to start um, an Instagram. She's got mad talent oh, and doesn't even know it. She oozes talent. Her library is a I I can't even I you cannot even oh she has an impeccable Pinterest, balance design. Pinterest print Pinterest worthy, gorgeous. Her stuff is amazing. So she's like, I kind of have I mean, I she'll tell me, she's like, less is more. And I'm like, oh, I want it all. You know, she'll be like, no quality over quantity and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> but see these are the things really, though really good at things, it as a, but someone who's interested in these types of things like for me like a like as content creation or just as a creative person myself that those are the little nuggets of gold that i live oh, yeah. for in something in somebody's work when i look at somebody's table that they set up at their little pop-up station if they just laid out their goods they laid them out but if you took time and you gave me a little experience where I feel like I'm in a fantastical world when I look at your 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 goods I'm like there's there's something bigger here you know I feel like I've almost transported into like uh into like a Lord of the Rings realm sometimes when I'm looking at some of the stuff that you're showing us right like you had this little basket that collapsed and opened that's a little extra magical I mean it's something simple that we see every day but like the way you showcase it it becomes like this fantastical world almost. Right. So I don't know. I think it's, I think it's really Thank cool. And um, I love what you're doing, April. I, I, we're going to wrap it up here cause we're hitting almost an hour here. So oh, um, yes, I know. Right. <laughs> um, but I just want to say thank you for jumping on the podcast and talking about all these things with you. I think that people out there who are thinking about starting something on Instagram, you know, they don't have to commit to the full website, you know, jump, the jump all the way on board like I did and just roll out mass amounts of content to try and get my coffee out there. They can start small with the Instagram and try to figure out what it is. You know, I think like your testimonial today of your experience is inspiring. It's inspiring for me, especially because I'm over here telling you, giving you little nuggets. And I'm thinking like, oh, man, I hope this works for her because it's working for me. And I know it's working for me. Like, and I'm having wins, different wins, but I'm having wins. And I'm just yeah. trying to, you know, relay that information and to see your success and to hear these successes. Like, you know, like, oh my God, I posted something and 20 minutes later, I got it sold. Like, 
I was like, oh man, thank God that like, I think like you needed those wins and I'm glad that you got those wins and I'm just excited to see like where it goes from now because it's like, yeah. we're see like, you know, you're doing what you love and you're seeing the success doing what you love. And that makes me happy, you know? Yeah. And I think, and I think you can do it with a lot of things. It doesn't have to be thrift stores, like thrifting right. online, consignment online. I don't necessarily, you know, I mean, business is business. So of course, you know, if somebody wants to like ask me like how do i start my own i'm gonna be like oh okay <laughs> like, <laughs> you know so of course i'd probably feel like oh you want to do the same thing i'm doing okay you know of course it feels a little bit like okay that's gonna be a competitor but at the end of the day like it it does help to just feel like okay wait a minute no like they don't have the same they're not you so at the end of the day like it's better to help people so i do feel like that 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 is like if anybody has any questions definitely contact me I'm open to help people start, you know, especially if you're like a newbie and you're like, what are you looking for? You know, what are your, what's your aesthetic? You know, like I'm not, I'm not into seventies. Uh, I personally do not like the seventies, uh, style of things, but I mean, a lot of people do. And so I do shop for a lot of people in that genre of decor, but, um, so I do include that in my content, but um, that's because I still recognize when something is beautiful. So it doesn't necessarily have to be everything that I like, but I do know when something is cute and really like it's going to sell because it's so cute and it's really beautiful. And I'm like, I don't even care if it's not my style. I love it. Yeah. And that's where I still love what I do. So you don't, you know, you don't have to feel like you absolutely have to stick to one thing. Um, you can, you can be really hardcore on that, but whatever. I mean, do what you love. And I've been encouraging, like, even my aunt. My aunt is a painter, and she paints on windows, and it's amazing. And I'm like, can I please start you an Instagram page? You need to start selling these. These are amazing. And literally, like, this is just getting my aunt, who's, like, retired already, and she she just she's wants to do things to keep herself busy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you can do this. And so I'm like trying to help her. Like I want to get her involved. I want her to start her own page. And yeah. even another, yeah, even another friend of mine, she's an older, an older woman. She's like, I don't know. I want to start a business kind of catering with cupcakes and stuff. And I'm like, oh, let me introduce you to Canva, get a business name. So I'm starting to help people because my brother helped me. So that's the thing is like, once you get this, you're like, oh man, people can do this. This is really fun. Of course, tax purposes, be be good you know be on the lookout for that <laughs> just definitely like be on the up and up with all that stuff so and i am i've already talked to my tax guy and stuff like that so it kind of is a great um you know great starter for me to kind of just um get my feet wet into this and maybe this is something that i do want to pursue later maybe not you never know but um but i do love talking to people and encouraging them to sell what they love and never be afraid to share what they love you know and um because i promise you somebody out there probably will enjoy it too so you know if you're a coffee connoisseur head to zach's page if you're a thrifter and you love really amazing unique decor pieces that are not at hobby lobby that are not at walmart they're not anywhere else you know what i mean like i'm finding things that are like discontinued they're not sold anymore you know these are things that you you know not everybody's gonna have so it's a really cool piece to kind of actually 
have a conversation about. And, um, and I, you know, and then I have another friend, like I said, who's like, she's, she's a little bit nervous to start doing stuff, but I'm like, you can do it. <laughs> I like encouraging people to say like, you never know until you try, you know, for somebody who's very fearful about trying getting their feet wet, I sure have <laughs> adopted full this fledged, and, full fledged yeah. jumped in head first. And, you know, if you're an Enneagram, if you're into that, I'm a six. And like, that's the person who's like the most scared of everything. <laughs> you know, I have to introduce you to one of, uh, one of Courtney's friends. She's, uh, she's an empath. She'll let us should notice every time we pass a candle place or a rock spot. She... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh man, you definitely vibe with my sister because uh she's just good people and uh she'd definitely yeah. be into your into your stuff. Anyways, yeah, April, um hey, we're gonna get signing off here. I just want to say yes. thank you again for joining the podcast and jumping in here uh and, and bringing some value, bonus word guys, value to the podcast. Uh I really Yay. think your testimony goes a long way. Um, for the listeners out there, people out there want to start something new, want to start something, uh, put something out there online, whether it be an online shop, a podcast, whatever it may be. Um, you know, it's just exciting. It's exciting. And, uh, I'm glad that you're doing something that you're loving. So any last words before we jump off April? Um, shop handpicked heritage at gmail.com no go to my instagram follow me uh let's get 100 subscribers so we can do a giveaway push for 100 um, yay yay uh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna post that in a little bit like you guys you ready no uh, but definitely <laughs> you know um do you know be yourself love people love what you do uh, you only get one life so don't waste it and uh be happy you know it isn't it isn't all about having everything that everybody else has it's about having the people you love around you and loving them well and um just loving life i think that's important loving life and you know you kind of brought that back to me and so i owe you a lot for again getting me back on my feet and it started off with the book i think he <laughs> He gave me a book. He's like, I think you need this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sometimes you need to, sometimes you need that. You need that. And Courtney helped me with that too. She was definitely like, I think we should, we need to get you this book. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're found, you know, we found our kind of passion again. And I think that's important. And, uh, you know, and uh, just go for it. I think that's important. So, listeners out there just go for it and thank you to average fellow fellows podcast thank you to zachary paul hernandez you know content you. creator <laughs> content business you know business small business you know supporter i mean he really is for that and he's helped so much and like i couldn't even pay him for what he's worth so i mean i please don't try to collect for me but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i love you and um, I'm excited. I hope I hope more people come by, come visit um, my page, and you know if you ever have any questions, DM me. Um, and like I said, I'm single, so I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. but definitely um, I'm glad to have been a part of your podcast, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I look forward to sharing more with you later. Definitely, thank you, April. I really appreciate that. Hey guys, once again, thank you for listening to the Average Plus Podcast. I'm your host, Odie Zach. 
coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California. We're closing this episode out on a Monday evening, ladies and gentlemen. Drop by the website www.averagefiles.com for your specialty crafters coffee with notes of honey, fig, and tobacco. This is the most primo coffee you guys ever drank in your life, and I'm not just saying that because I sold it. Or if you need a graphic or you need to launch your website, let us know. We can help you with that. All right, guys. Peace out.